0: Summer is
1: upon us, and though we've craved the long days and the sunshine during last winter, the reality of the heat and the long hours to fill with bored kids on break are enough to drive us a little crazy. Parent Savers has compiled a short list of fun activities to keep the kids entertained and us parents sane.
2: Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit
1: still for just a minute.
2: Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere.
1: Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents from the newborn years through kindergarten. I'm your host, Erin Esteves, aka O G Mamacita. Woohoo! Erin's <laughs> our new host! Yay, Erin! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who join us week in and week out. And thanks also to those who are listening for the first time. As you may or may not know, you can join our Parent Savers Club and receive access to special bonus content after each new show plus special giveaways and discounts from time to time. And if you haven't already, please make sure to download the free Parent Savers app available in the Android and iTunes Marketplace and for Windows Phone. So you can automatically have access to all of the great parenting advice and conversation we have on Parent Savers every week. Let's start this week's conversation by meeting everyone who's in the room. Hello.
2: Hello, hello. I'll get started. My name's Sunny. I am the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces Parent Savers, Preggy Pals, The Boob Group, and Twin Talks, and I'm so excited that Erin is here. She's our new host. You guys know Erin because she's been producing with us for a while, and uh, Johnner was our former host, and Johnner is really busy doing a lot of fun activities with his kids this summer, and so we're we're giving Johnner a break, and Erin is uh, our new host, and so excited to have you here. <laughs> and in just a second, you're going to meet our new producer. But let me tell you a little bit um, about myself. So I have four children, currently under the age of four, but my oldest is um, going to be turning four in a week. So I can't <gasps> use that saying. Four under four. I'm not going to be able to
1: over. do that. No. Unless like, you have another one. No. It
2: would <laughs> be four under, it'd be like five under, whatever, yeah. right? But we're not going down that path. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, two boys and two girls. Um, so uh, almost four-year-old, a two-year-old, and then I have identical twin girls who are eight months old already. So cute. And so I wanted to introduce you guys to Kalina. She is our new producer on the show. But you guys are familiar with Kalina. She's been on Parent Savers. She's been on the
3: Boob Group. And so um, yeah, Kalina, introduce yourself. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I can't Tell you how great this is going to be and how much fun we're going to have together. Um and a little bit background about myself. I have one child, Adam, who is uh now fourteen months. Now that we've got past the year, it's hard to keep know, track of the months. You can't do months. But it's I tough. feel like I still should. Yeah, I know. I know. Fourteen months. Um <laughs> light of my life, uh very fun, and um we're just
1: excited to start. Yeah. And, yay. Well, thank you. And welcome aboard. And as Sunny said, I am Erin Estevez, aka OG Mamacita. And that stands for officially geriatric. <laughs> Mama That's right. Because I had my son at the age of 40. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was I, I was I got I got pregnant at 40. Had him at 41. So there you go. He is now close to three. Just one kid, Leo Cassius, smashes Bowler. Yeah, super excited. And I'm just really thrilled about this episode in particular Yeah, because I get to use my own expertise as a former elementary school teacher. Very cool. And summer camp counselor. Oh, boy. It's all going to come out. Yeah, so I (laughs) I had a ton of fun researching this.
0: When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. So we're going to go ahead and
1: start the show with an app review. Sunny, lead the way. Okay, so
2: this is kind of fun because this is a developer that came back to us. We did another app review, Parent Savers did a while back. Um, you guys may remember the Ducky Deck Family Photo app review. We approved it. We loved it. Um, so be sure to check that out. So they've come out with a couple new apps since we did our last review. So this is kind of a two-in-one app review. Um, and I'm going to talk about them individually. They're very similar in nature, and um, their are lot of fun. But the first one I want to talk about is called With Teeth. All of their apps are are really cool because there's an underlying theme. There's something you're trying to teach your kids. It's not just about passing time, but there's something you're trying to pass on to them. It has this really cool intro. I don't know if you guys can kind of hear that music. Um, You hit play, and this mouth pops up, and then a tooth comes down. And it basically is telling you, hey, you need to select whatever teeth you want in this mouth. You can select how many teeth you want, how big you want them to be, and then you just hit this little button to the side. Then all these little you know different types of fruit and, and and food pop up there's vegetables there's some cookies but for the most part it's it's really kind of food you really want your kids to eat with your finger, slide the food over it goes into the mouth the mouth eats it and then after a while you'll see this toothbrush pop up on the side of the screen and then that's your cue with your finger take the toothbrush and start brushing the teeth and and that's pretty much the whole game.
1: I think it's adorable. It's really cute. I particularly like the fact that the teeth get all grody. <laughs> they get all grimy and yeah. gross, yeah. you know, right. so, because at first initially I was like, well, what's the point? But yeah. then, yeah, you realize, oh, this is an, exe- an excellent opportunity to show your children that teeth get dirty. This right. is what's happening. Right. And this is how you clean them, especially once you get the teeth all clean. It gives you the nice little glinty lights and, you know, (laughs) the happy music. So I definitely like this, and I would certainly let Cash play with it.
3: What do you think, Kalina? Um, I agree. I'm not always the hugest fan of apps, but this one kind of does have that underlying theme, self-care, and especially younger kids trying to get them to brush their teeth. We're kind of in that realm now that we have teeth. It's tough. Yes. Um, so this turns it into something that, oh, brushing teeth is fun. Yeah. yeah, we did it on, oh, we did it on the phone. Yes. Let's do it to ourselves. Yes. Like it kind of yeah. is a good lead in to making this not a really cruddy chore to have to do to, and torture, right. you know, and and just like she said, um, the getting dirty, I really like that, because it's like, oh, you eat food, your mouth gets dirty, you have to clean it. Right, So right. kind of ingrains that into their heads, I think. So, this app is called With Teeth, and
2: again, it's from Ducky Deck, and I, I agree. My kids seem to really like this. My four-year-old brushes his teeth pretty well, but I think this is something my two-year-old, I don't know if that's that's too young for this app, but um, this is something I definitely need to ingrain in my two-year-old's brain, because he's the one that doesn't want to brush his teeth. Okay, so the next app that I want to tell you guys about, it is called Hunger Clipper, and it is a brand new app that is just being released by Ducky Deck. And this goes back to hygiene as well, specifically your nails. I don't know if this was a big deal with you guys and trimming your kids' nails. I have four kids to trim nails on, and it is, quite, it is quite the ordeal when we have to do this. And in the beginning, especially, they don't like to sit still. So this is an app where a hand pops up, and it's not usually like a normal hand. It's usually like a monster hand or a hairy hand or something like that. And you gently move the hand up and there's this little... I don't know, what would you call it? Like a little... little
1: clipper monster? Clipper
2: monster, there you go, that basically bites off the nails, and you see the nails fall, and the more you do it, the more you have to do to the hand before it will let you basically bite the nails mm-hmm. off. Um, so you may have to clean the hand, you may have to take a ring off, or do something like that, um, but again, the whole idea is we need to take care of our hands and make them nice and pretty, and similar to the With Teeth app, um, once the hand is nice and pretty, it sparkles, and, you know, just teaches their kid, you know, your kids you need Need to wash your hands. You need to keep them clean and all that good stuff. So, thoughts on this app? Cute, mm-hmm. slightly gross.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: the eating of the nails. The part. eating of the nails yeah. part, yeah. but but really cute. And I do like the fact that. um that you do need a clean hand in yes. order to start, and you know I, my son bites his nails. Yes, so does mine. not as a, not as in a habit, but he he tends to keep his own nails short. You know, um, when he was really tiny, we would clip his nails in the car seat when he would fall asleep. So I kept a little baby clipper um, in the car, and that's where I would clip his nails because <laughs> it was the only way to keep him still. Yeah. But now he kind of enjoys the attention, so I'm lucky in that way. But I like the app. I think it's cute. Yeah. So my only
3: concern with this one is if my child does not already bite their nails. I don't know that I want to encourage that. Um, Eating nails kind of gross um yeah especially because
1: <laughs> he doesn't eat them he kind of lets just them fall kind of
3: out of the mouth um, yeah. that's good <laughs> yes. yeah so you know uh, that aspect uh, i am a little more on the fence with this one than the teeth brushing one definitely but it's i mean it's still cute it's fun it's really creative it's got all the different hands and um you know, so that part's good about it. I'm still, I'm a little on the fence because of the monster eating the nails. Yes. I don't know if I want to mimic that.
2: That was that was my initial concern, too. But I will tell you that with my four-year-old, I downloaded both of these apps, and I just wanted him to kind of, like, introduce him to it, because I, I never let him play with apps on my phone. I haven't gotten into that with him, because I know he would just, you know, just do it all the time. And really, that's exactly what happened. Every day after he got home from preschool, I mean, that, I to me, is proof that kids really do um, want to play with this kind of stuff. The music. Yes. Fun. It's interesting. The big question is as a parent, what do you want to teach your kid? Do you think that, you know, a monster eating nails is going to lead to your kid eating nails? You know, and is that, that connection? really
1: such a terrible thing? I mean, they could be doing a lot worse things right. than finding their nails. Yes.
2: And if they don't learn it from the app, they're probably going to learn it somewhere else. But that, that's definitely a parenting decision that you have to make. But I know that it works. It works with my kids. And So there are two apps here one is with teeth, one is Hungry Clipper. Both are made by Ducky Deck. They are 99 cents, available on iPhone and iPad. And his parent savers. Are we giving these a thumbs up? Thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs up. Okay.
3: Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach, with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all.
1: Considering the rising mercury and the sweltering days ahead, we've broken down our lists into a couple of categories based on location, meaning indoor or outdoor, and supplies, meaning stuff that you have to go out and get beforehand versus stuff you will just have lying around your house, mostly. So we're going to start off with the indoors with supplies. Now the first one I have is to make a sewing canvas using burlap. So this teaches a lot of hand coordination motor skills. Okay. And you can use big yarn you can use crocheting needles that sort of thing and the kids can just sit there and sew. That's if they happen to have the patience to sit and sew. When
2: you say "so," because I'm thinking like some sort of needle thing, is that, is that what you're talking about? Or is yeah, there like so a kid-friendly version of that?
1: Yeah. So what you can do is you can get at um, craft stores okay. or even at home goods stores. You can get like dowels that have holes in them. Okay. Things like that. And then you can use yarn and right. this big giant piece of burlap. And you make it. And You stretch it on a canvas like you would a painting okay. or even just on a hula hoop. So you make it secure like you would for needlepoint, and then the kids can just go ahead and play with that. And it's really good if it's hot outside and you want the kids to stay indoors for Mm -hmm. any particular reason, and if you need them quiet. Yeah. I would think, too, there's some good hand-eye coordination there with sewing. Yeah, just a big giant version, <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of fun <laughs> because you can get really creative with the colors and the yarns and. Can
2: you do patterns or anything like that? Oh or, yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's
1: pretty much an open palette. Okay, really. And then I have two things: edible play doh and edible. Do you mean not all Play-Doh is edible? Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, all these years I've been having it. uh, There's no such thing as vitamin P, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So these are really great. And again, these are things that you may um, need a little extra shopping for in case you don't happen to have them. But we have the recipes for these. They'll be available on the site afterwards. So you can make edible Play-Doh basically out of cookie crumbs and either peanut butter or honey, that kind of thing, so that kids can play with it and mold it and build, you know, Play-Doh men and they can eat it and it's perfectly fine unlike the other play-doh so wait so i'm thinking sticky peanut butter is just like any peanut
2: butter you'd get in the store and some because like if i were just to put that on my hands it would get really messy how do you get it so that Well, because if you use like
1: a crushed um cookie and you mix that and you you mix it it so it's like a powder okay and actually this recipe calls for um cookie butter I have never heard of it. I have seen that before. I don't think that it's very popular here, though. The idea is to give kids the opportunity to eat what they play with. So this is a good sensory activity. Mm -hmm. And also it's one of those things that if you don't mind them getting messy... It's a lot of fun. So you can, you know, throw a plastic cloth on the table, set them up with smocks, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and give them the Play-Doh. If you wanted to go even further with this, you can do what, uh, you can make edible paints. And the way you make edible paints, and there are flying quotation marks, (laughs) bunny ears around this, is you get a bunch of pudding, vanilla pudding, And you can either do the store-bought kind. You can get the ones that already come in little um, containers. Okay. And then just put a few drops of food coloring in there. And the kids can use this to finger paint on slabs of graham cracker or on paper, hmm. that sort of thing. They can also use it as body paint to paint themselves and <sighs> each other. It is a lot of fun. Wow, I like that. Isn't that fun? Yeah, in theory, I think it sounds really
2: fun, yeah. you know. My, my only concern is, like, when when we talk about stuff that they play with, like, I already have an issue with my kids putting way too much stuff in their mouth that they're not supposed right. to. So that would be my only concern. If, if, if I blur the line too much between food mm. and
1: play, play, am I confusing them more? I think a lot of it has to do with environment. Okay. So if you create a context Mm -hmm. in which this is okay. So for example, um, setting up at the kitchen table. You know, Mm -hmm. putting it in that environment as opposed to some people suggested doing this in the bath
4: Mm -hmm. because it's easy to clean. I was thinking, yeah, Yeah. it's gonna be
1: sticky because there's sugar in it, right? Right? So, I really think it has to do with context. Okay, and the last one indoors with supplies are stained Sharpie shirts. Now, this goes hand in hand, it's along the same lines as tie dye, except it's not as messy. And you really don't need, um, you know, tons of prep for it. So I did not know this, but Sharpie actually does a line of fabric markers. Hmm. So there may be other brands out there. I'm sure it's just a matter of finding them. This one that I found happens to be Sharpie. So what you do is you just get a bunch of white T-shirts and you let the kids draw on them. And again, you can do things like rip sheets out of the cart of their coloring books. So you can use those to trace an image oh, yeah. on the shirt. You could even make pillowcases. So they have their individualized pillowcases with their favorite character. Or they could draw a picture of their teddy bear on their pillowcase so that they have another version right. of their whoopee. Right. And then it's something that they get to keep. And if it survives, <laughs> we as parents can keep them for that quilt we plan on making in our old age of all of our children's cute clothes. I, I
2: think this all has to do with age, too. Like, when, when we say kids can do this, I'm, what age are we Are we really Are we talking about? Especially for the Sharpies. Because last time my kid got a hold of a Sharpie, it went all over my wall.
0: So <laughs> I'm thinking, okay,
2: so now I'm telling him to play with a Sharpie. But, again, I think, you know, like you guys pointed out, I think context is a right. lot of this. And saying, okay, this is how we properly use Sharpies. I think that's part of the problem is he didn't know how do you how do you really right. use this? What right. is the purpose for this thing just sitting in this
1: pencil holder thing? Right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see I think I'm applying all of the experience I have as an as an elementary school teacher and a camp counselor. Because right. before you sit down, to these activities you're going to talk to the kid about the activity you're going to explain the activity and then you're going to set them in a situation and walk them through the activity so it's not just something you throw at them Mm -hmm. and then walk away (laughs) (laughs) mama needs a break do it (laughs) i got facebook to check (laughs) now i have the no supplies indoors okay so it's hot, whatever reason you're stuck in the house and you've got kids that are bored and you need to figure out stuff to do ASAP. Tape. Everybody's got tape lying around their house, somewhere, some kind of tape. So go ahead and use the tape to draw out a street grid. You can make a track and have the kids run their play play horses, play, you know, their cars, all of that stuff through the track. And that's something that is pretty age flexible. Sure. And once you set it up, you can just let them go.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I really like that idea. Do you, now, it, can you buy colored tape? When we say colored tape, oh, there's Oh, yeah, types. you can buy I'm thinking like painters. Ta-
4: like
2: with yeah, yeah paint we always blue. have that somewhere in the house. There
1: is a plethora of uh, color of out colored there? tapes oh. out there, yeah. Um, also, you have to keep in mind what you're taping, <laughs> yeah, and what kind of tape you're using. You know, okay. the painters tape is good because it doesn't stick and yeah. doesn't have a lot of that tack to it. Right. Using the glitter duct tape on your hardwood floors would <laughs> be no. such a good idea. You may not want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> paint on wet glue with food coloring. This is a little scary. When I hear paint and glue, I know. I'm I'm I know. So this one. This one is actually pretty cool. I really like this one. We all have lids to plastic containers that we get at the supermarket or stores, whatever. And inevitably somebody has two or three of those stashed somewhere in that junk drawer. Mm -hmm. Pull them out, pull out the bottle of glue, and then food coloring if you happen to have it, or even ink from pens. (laughs) You can get really creative if you've got a bored kid, trust me. So the idea is that you You pour the glue into the lid. Okay. And then you put droplets of color throughout that. And you give the kid a toothpick, a pencil, something of that sort. And then they just kind of twirl, marble the colors through the paint. Uh, And then you can leave it to dry. And you can actually make a hole in it later. Hang it. And hang it. Oh. So it's really cool because they have a tangible, somewhat... Semi permanent, um, item afterwards that they can take with them oh
2: okay they can stash
1: in their room nice and yeah
2: it's a lot of fun How long does it t- i know it probably depends on how much glue you use but how long does it take to draw usually items? you just
1: leave it overnight and you okay. say, okay
2: we'll come back to it tomorrow yeah or
1: you know that kind of thing so it's all about the design that you create yes. the swirling swirlies, the swirlies oh, that's cool. and, and you know the size you can go really big you can go really small you can do yogurt you could probably twids. try to make it into a certain shape if you wanted right. to too, like a heart or something like yeah that. yeah yeah. I like that. Super creative. I like that too. It's a too. lot of fun. This is a little um, more difficult, but it's a baby hammock. So if you happen to be a baby wearer, we all have those really long wraps. Mm-hmm. Or if um, um, if you have like long fabric at your house, what you can do is you can actually, if you can imagine a table and you take the fabric and you wrap it around the table and tie the knot on the top of the table so that the rest of the fabric is hanging down Mm -hmm. beneath the table. Mm -hmm. Perfect baby hammock. So for, like, when we say baby, how old are we talking Oh, I'm about? talking, like, toddler, somebody who can go get in got there, it, climb up it. on their own, you right. know, and right, just right, kind of right. hang out. And That is kind of
2: cool. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking I'm really going to have to clean my table before. When oh. <laughs> <laughs> I left this morning, uh, my table well, was not in tip-top shape. So no. <laughs> definitely no. to parents, make sure you clean, because kids like to put a lot of stuff under the table, too. Yes. Right? Yes. So just
1: Yeah. And it's really one. good because it gives a kid a little quiet space of their own, and they get to be away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and, You know, it's, yeah, and they can just well, hang
2: out. Well, and my kids hang out under the table anyways. I don't know about exactly. yours. I don't know what it is about yeah, under the it's table. It's almost like it's a like little a fort. Fort? They love just going under the table. Yeah, like, it's what that you private space. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll be talking about more tips on how to keep your kids entertained in the summer heat.
4: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Welcome back. Today we're talking about summer activities for kids outdoors so we're just going to try and run through these really quickly but they're so cool i had so much fun with this and we have all of the links on our website afterwards because they're oh my gosh just stuff is just too cool first of all with supplies ice chalk have any of you guys heard of ice chalk i'm imagining it's some sort of chalk but frozen
3: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it sounds refreshing yes. it is so cool you can do there there's a, a a wide array of ways that you can do this but my favorite particularly for the toddler age is using popsicle sticks so you popsicle makers okay so we have a recipe and it basically consists of cornstarch and food coloring and you you um, make these different colors in the popsicles and you freeze them and then you give them to the kids so they're not gonna get frostbite on their little fingers and they can draw as if it were regular chalk but it's a great sensory game because it melts it's cool it's uh-huh. refreshing and you can do an assortment of colors so primarily are we talking about doing this on concrete like, yes. uh, yeah outdoors, melt and, yeah outdoors yeah yeah so you don't want this on your floors floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. this is definitely an outdoor sidewalk okay. kind of thing driveway okay so then there's the diy sandbox I don't know about you guys, but I live in an apartment and we don't have a sandbox. <laughs> we don't have we a backyard. We tried.
2: We had a sandbox, and um, sand went everywhere oh, in our backyard. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't clean this every day, so it's been on hold until my kids are older. That sounds yeah. smart. My yeah.
3: husband is always concerned about cats yeah. in the neighborhood. He's and we have a cat, an, an indoor
1: cat, and he says if we got a sandbox, it'd just be a big litter box. Yep. So it might so it might be. he's. Well, my son, we went over to a friend's house, and he—we don't have cats at our home, so he had never seen a litter box before. Oh no! And he wandered away, and he came back with the litter scoop with with kitty litter and poop in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not a game, honey. It's not a toy. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. I get that. Yeah. But this—the link that I have in particular—it's using um, a storage box. So, you just take a storage box that you get at any store, you fill it with sand, and it has a lid. That way, you can store it under something, you can put it away, it's, it's not going to take over your life or your backyard. You only pull it out in those instances where you have bored kids. Mm-hmm.
3: I like nice. that. And like it keeps clean. Ish. Ish. Cleanish. ish Well, the sand stays clean.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> if you can
2: cover it, then, like, leaves and stuff won't get yeah. in, and the
1: outdoor... Yeah, and you don't even necessarily need to leave it outdoors. You can stash it in the garage, in the laundry room, that kind of thing. I mean, if it was really hot, you could probably set up an area for them to play indoors with Mm -hmm. the sandbox. Mm -hmm. But that is up to your own discretion. (laughs) And then one of my favorites is a newspaper kite. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I love kites. And I can never find good, cheap kites. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I found this really cool tutorial on how to make a newspaper kite. And it's just a lot of fun. It's a neat project with a kid. And I have it with supplies because, really, who has, like, 50 feet of twine? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right? Unless it's right after Christmas, I don't. Yeah, Yeah. no. So, that's why I put it there with the supplies. Other than the twine, you pretty much have every Everything you need for it at home. Okay, no supplies outside. Now, you have the tape, we talked about this right. earlier. So you can do you can create different games like hopscotch, Or there's some the link that I put there has some really cool board games that you can kind of invent and tailor to your kids, so you can make sure that the driveway, you know, has the line that you do not pass, and you know all of these things, so that you can keep the kids jumping and moving, Mm
2: -hmm. but in a
1: defined, defined (laughs) area. Area, yes. And then we have the sponges and the bullseye game. So using the tape or chalk. You can make bull's eyes, like, um that sounds so weird to say it like that. Bullseyes.
2: Bullseyes.
1: <laughs> I don't think you usually do the plural
2: form of that. I think that's the problem.
1: Yeah. Well, how about multiple bull <laughs> <laughs> So you can set up targets. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Different targets, differing degrees of difficulty for the kids. And you can either use dry sponges or if you're outside, get them wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm those, thinking water balloons. Yeah, water balloons, yeah. sponges. <laughs> You know, that kind of thing. So, And you can even do, you can start competitions and you can have really great, fun consequences. Like if you do the sponges, the person with the least amount of points at the end gets tagged by everybody with a wet sponge. (laughs) (laughs) So basically,
2: you're using the chalk to, again, create these little boundaries or these little areas, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about using the sponges as like a... Almost like snowballs. Like snowballs, like in the summer. Got it. Yes. Got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's snowballs in the summer. Okay. And then this one I really, really like. Again, we're using chalk, but you draw, you have people lie down and you draw around them so that they have their figure in chalk on the ground. And then you grab clothes, old clothes or dirty clothes, and you play dress up chalk dolls. That
2: is really cool. I like that. (laughs) I like that. I would like to see what my kids did with like mine. You know, like someone draw an outline of me and then dress mommy. I think that. Oh, that's so fun. (laughs) Oh, that. that's, that's an Instagram moment, right? Yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I like that. That's good. So, you know, it's really hard to talk about these without imagery. Than visuals, is, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. why I made certain to include all of the um, links for every single item mentioned today. Cool. So people can go to our website and they can find that in the additional resources. Awesome. Thanks so much to all of our listeners for joining us today. If you would like further information on any of these activities, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Parent Savers Club. After the show, we'll talk more about keeping children entertained in the summer. For more information about the Parent Savers Club, visit our website.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Sunny. I am one of the producers here on Parent Savers, and we have a funny parenting oops story to share with you. This is one of my favorite segments here on Parent Savers, and it's where all of us parents get to vent about the crazy things that happen to us and the funny stories that, you know, are funny later, but it's not funny when it's actually happening to you. So this story comes from one of our listeners, Colette, and Colette says... I decided to take my boys on a bike ride using the bike trailer. It was my younger son's first time in there, 15 months old, and after about 10 minutes of riding, he started screaming and wouldn't stop. Thinking he just hates being strapped down, I pulled over a couple of times, gave him some snacks, and I even took him out to run around for a while, but had to strap him back in in order to get home because what else could I do? More screaming. When I finally got home, I realized that the strap had been digging into his neck and he had this huge scrape mark along his neck. It looked horrible, and many people asked me what happened with worried looks on their faces. I have since found some soft coverings for the straps, though I have yet to venture out with the trailer again. I don't blame you, Colette. You're probably, like, mentally scarred after that incident. If you guys have a funny parenting oops you want to share with us, please do. We love hearing from you guys. You guys can call our voicemail, which is 619-866-4775. You can also reach out to us via Facebook. Just post something on our Facebook page or send us an email through the website.
1: That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production.
3: The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider.
2: New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com.
4: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.